Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's the Benefits and Wellness Superhero Podcast. This podcast is designed to help professionals develop the skills needed to get complete leadership buy-in on group benefits and shine a light on what's changing in the wellness space. Listen to tips and strategies that'll help you become a superhero in the eyes of employees and management. Welcome to another Benefits and Wellness Superhero Podcast. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and my guest this time is Suzanne Harrison, Managing Partner at Benchmarket. Suzanne is a bilingual human resource professional with over 25 years of experience working with both private and public sector organisations. She has extensive experience in survey development and administration with a background in data analysis and interpretation. Since joining Benchmark as the principal consultant in 2015 and becoming a partner just two years later in 2017, Suzanne has been instrumental in growing Benchmarket's flagship public surveys, TechEdge and NFP. She is also responsible for the development and administration of several commission surveys, including the annual survey for the Ottawa Legal Managers Association. In addition to overseeing Benchmarket surveys, she provides both human resources and compensation consulting services to various organisations in the tech and financial sectors. Suzanne holds a Bachelor of Commerce and a Master of Industrial Relations from Queen's University. Alongside Stephen Ossiel, Strategic Total Compensation Advisor over at Third Quartile, Suzanne will be presenting a fireside chat called Understanding New Factors in Compensation and how this fits into a total reward strategy at the Benefits and Wellness Superhero Symposium. And the session will tackle the tough questions that will impact your go-forward comp and benefits strategies. So beyond my reintroduction there, Suzanne, why don't you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you get up to? Thanks, Bill. Um, happy to be here. Uh, as mentioned, uh, I'm part of Benchmarket and we're a niche compensation consulting firm and we're located in Ottawa, Ontario. And uh, our focus really is uh, compensation um, consulting and uh, survey administration. And basically we're data people. So the answers I'm gonna be providing today are really from an abstract of both of our surveys for the tech industry and the not-for-profit. So my responses are really looking at what we're seeing in the past 12 months and from also some anecdotal information through our client interactions and conversations with our partners in both the tech hubs and pretty much across the country. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Now I would like you, Suzanne, to take a, take a minute or two here and uh, share with our listeners how have firms' attitudes towards compensation and benefit strategies changed since COVID began? So this is evolving because what we're looking at is data that we're seeing from March uh, 2020, so at the onset of the pandemic. And when we looked at the data, when we looked in January, when we asked, you know, what are the top challenges that you're facing? You know, the number one HR challenge that came through is how to attract and retain top talent, which came out at 75% of our respondents actually said that. And that hasn't changed much in the past year. So the challenges continue to be the same. I think they're just um, becoming more prominent. Um, And I guess what they're saying is, you know, it's a big one when we have 
a greater percentage of our workforce working from home and from our kitchen tables and from their bedrooms, um, what's going to be different in my comp and benefit to be able to change to what my new organization is going to look like? Um, and key ones that are going to be influencing is people are noticing location where people are physically located in different areas, whether they're within um, the country, and we'll talk about in the next question outside the country. And also the mix that they're looking at is the type of workforce is changing a little bit as well, um, where some people are decreasing their full-time complements and relying more on kind of project work or more the gig economy to be able to supplement additional projects without increasing their overall compensation budget. Um, the next factor that we're seeing is, you know, as we all know, we only have a limited amount of money and affordability and people are kind of saying, what can my organization support? You know, how can I best allocate those dollars to hit the right mix that will resonate with my staff to ensure I do get to retain them and I also can attract people where I'm not spending more money on my new employees than on my existing employees. So what the initial findings are also seeing is there's a real push and I don't think this is going to be, you know, surprise to many people, but it's the push to support employee wellness, the increase in paid time off, the flexibility for employees, and the push to home-based support in terms of continue that work from home. That work from home, from what we're seeing, it's not going to diminish. And people are, I think I looked originally and I saw something like 60% of their employees didn't have a work from home or who didn't have a work from home now do, and they don't intend to take it away once the pandemic is over. Um, I think it's even more challenging for organizations that aren't quite meeting the market in terms of compensation. So those organizations who aren't even, not even close to paying P50 of the market, and they're going to try to be even more creative to find those additional dollars to retain staff. Um, as I said, when everybody's working from the kitchen table, employee mobility is on the rise. And at the fireset chat, I will look and discuss turnover numbers that we're seeing that are on the rise. Um, and the prices for those hot skills continue to increase. So organizations, let's say, who aren't going back to a bricks and mortar or, you know, traditional real estate space are looking, saying those savings, can those be allocated to make sure that I can attract, retain my staff and I can start meeting the market. I think we'll be able to get a better gauge of what's going on, I would say probably in the next 12 months, but I think this is a very exciting time to try to figure out how to do business probably more efficiently and uh, to really try to meet the needs of the employees. So lots of companies are bracing themselves, Suzanne, for a migration of top talent later this year, later in 2021 and, and into 2022 as well as as employees feel that things have returned to whatever the new normal is um, certainly closer to normalcy that we saw pre-covid and therefore feel comfortable enough to to move jobs how can companies avoid losing their top talent talk to me a bit about what's working in terms of ways to engage and to incentivize employees and therefore to retain them for for years to come 
companies are going to have to really pay attention to this one because the migration of top talent will continue going on in 2021 and beyond. Even now, we're seeing that organizations are going beyond their traditional boundaries since the beginning of COVID and are looking beyond, um, you know, let's say their province, their cities and across Canada. And now they're also predicting that 30% of these organizations are going to look beyond Canada to start looking for their top talents. Um, and organizations are really going to have to look at a way how to gauge costs of acquiring those skills and determining what they can afford. This won't change. I believe it might be a slightly different, but we won't go back to the pre-COVID world. Uh, the pre-COVID world. And in terms of, I don't, I don't want people to get me wrong. I still believe cash compensation will continue to play a significant role in staff retention um, and employees being paid below the market or employers paying well below the market will continue to struggle, but companies are going to have to look at the total reward mix and that goes well beyond um, cash compensation. Uh, we're looking at, you know, HR and executive, executives will have an opportunity to really play a key role to develop and support programs to ensure that employees aren't working in isolation. So things like communication, effective management, career growth, employee wellness will become even more important. And this is a really key and pivotal role for executives, managers and HR to really lead the way to get that staff retention and engagement. You're going to be part of a fireside chat, Suzanne, on April 7th at the Benefits and Wellness Superhero Symposium. Uh, the online session will be alongside Steve Ossiel, who's over at Third Quartile. And the topic is understanding new factors in compensation and how this fits into total reward strategy. Take uh, take a couple of minutes now, Suzanne, if you don't mind, and talk to our listeners about the, the, about the session, the, the what, who it's aimed at, and why it matters. Sure. Uh, what we're going to talk about is really trends in compensation, and I'll, I'll pull some stats, so stay tuned for more stats in terms of uh, um, effects on, on compensation that we're seeing and also turnover, uh, employee mobility. Um, we're also going to talk about whether pay equity is alive and well in Ontario, and yes, it is. And in terms of who would be interested in this, I think everybody, um, because everybody's wondering, you know, how are we going to adapt? How is the, is the company going to adapt to the new way of working? Um, how are we going to support our managers? How are we going to support our employees and how we're going to engage our staff to make sure that we can um, we can be productive? Wonderful. And listeners, if you have not yet registered, firstly, why the heck not come on, get involved, um, unless you're listening to this after uh, April 8th, by the way, in which case it's too late, but maybe you can contact Thought Benefits and get a copy of the recording. But if, if it's before uh, April 7th and 8th, then you should totally sign up 